Welcome to NPI Tech Guys, your go-to radio show for cutting-edge managed IT services. Are you tired of unresponsive, slow service from your current IT provider? Discover a world where network security, data protection, and expert support come together seamlessly. Stay tuned to learn how to transform your IT experience and never worry about downtime again. Call us at 866-986-NEWS. And let's make IT great together. Happy to have you along, ladies and gentlemen. This is Tech Watch Radio, where we keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. I am Sam Bushman. With me is Jay Harrison. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing fantastic, sir. Welcome to the broadcast. And we got some interesting uh, discussion today. As you know, chat GPT has been kind of the, um, I don't know what you want to call it. At first, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is the most incredible thing that everybody got kind of spooked and freaked out and went, oh, my goodness, I don't know if this is a good thing. It's kind of been an off, again, on again, love affair with chat GPT, GPT if you will. Uh, but I find it fascinating because things are changing so rapidly, people don't know how to respond. They first rolled out, what, chat, what was it, three that was public and then four yep. you had to pay for uh, and uh, there's upgrades to it all the time. And not only uh, is the open AI or open chat people uh, kind of freaking out, rolling out things, but so is Microsoft, so is Google. It's a real competitive space right now. This happened late 2022, and then it kind of cooled off over Christmas and kind of came back with a vengeance. Well, it's back again with a unique twist that I thought would be worthy of discussing today. Now, as you know, your host is a totally blind person. I am totally blind. Uh, Jake and C. So we've got kind of a good, interesting combination. We normally don't talk about topics from a blindness perspective, but you'll see why we are in just a second. The Chat GPT app. It's a powered app that can be powered by Chat GPT that helps blind people see the world around them. Is Euro News has this article. And they say this the app was built in the beginning to help visually impaired people via sighted partners what you do is you'd make a video call you'd point your camera at something and the sighted person on the other end and look at it describe it to you tell you what it is that way you can shop and do things volunteers would do it but now they say the chat gpt engine in this new app is a game changer now they could say you could argue we're still in the early proliferation days of chat gpt but you know what it's beyond just cheating on your paper kind of stuff like they kind of tell you in the media. Some bright minds are already finding interesting uses for this open AI's revolutionary intelligent technology. Take, for example, this app for visually impaired and blind people called Be My Eyes. That's the app we're talking about. Uh, the founder, believe it or not, his name is Hans Georgian um, Weiberg, I think is how you say it. He's visually impaired himself, and he developed the idea back in 2012 as a way to get visual assistance when he was on his own. But now he believes chat GPT could really be the first line of, I don't know what you want to call it, volunteer assistance. And if chat GPT can't figure it out, then you could press a button and get a real person. How does it work, you say? Launched in 2015, the app works by pairing blind people with sighted people, as I mentioned. 
believe it or not, it already helps out a half a million blind and low vision users in addition to 6.4 million sighted volunteers. Anyway, bottom line is you can take a picture with your phone. Then the photo can be described in impressive detail by ChatGPT. The virtual aid, believe it or not, can even suggest recipes uh, based on the contents of users' fridge. I use it on a regular basis. This one person that's completely blind explains. It tends to be in um, daily situations. You know what? I've got cans. They're all the same. I can't tell what's in them. This thing can just absolutely tell me what can I have in my hand. Anyway, but now they're saying, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going too fast on this thing, Jay. We don't know if it can reliably tell faces. We don't know if it's going to, you know, get all political and interpret things wrong. It could go south in a hurry. We're really, really couldn't. Now they're blocking out the pictures. And so now this incredible new use for the app is in question. Um, The debate's on. Is it a great thing? Is it a bad thing? And I want to start out by saying science and technology is not a good or a bad thing. It's in the hands of the user. It's in the intent in the heart of the user uh, or the, um, you know, instigator of whatever technologies we're talking about. Um, Yeah, you can cheat on a paper. That's bad. But you know what? This is a game changer for blind people. And I'm here to tell you that I am one of them. I have not used this in detail as they have. I've played with the early versions of Be My Eyes and some of these other apps. They were reasonably good, but not that helpful. And since I have sighted people around me most of the time, I just kind of didn't worry about it or pursue it. However, if I was on my own a lot more, um, I might find an instant need for it, right? But the bottom line is this. Even if the chat GPT folks or the open AI people don't roll it out to the masses yet because it ain't ready for prime time, they should let unique people partner with this. And that's what the discussion is about. Uh, is it something that we just be afraid of and bury? Is it something that we just let go to the stars before we're ready? Or is it something in, in this example that we're using, and that's why we're bringing it up, or is it an example where maybe we don't roll forward with just full gusto crazy, uh, but we do use pilot trial projects with a known, good, clear, simple use? If it's not describing something or not making sense, the blind person can press a button and get a sighted person on the subject instantly. It's almost like using chat GPT, and if there's errors, there's a sighted human backup for the system built into this app for the blind already, so to speak. Uh, it seems like the perfect pilot project use, Jay. Yeah, and you know, it, it assumes that the humans that are volunteering, and thank goodness for them volunteering, that they're going to be 100% accurate all the time, and I, I doubt that's true either. So it's probably nice yeah, to be able to... Yeah, intentionally or not so, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess they could not be. I mean, that would be horrible, but... Well, um, I mean, somebody could have bad intentions, but more likely somebody might be trying to describe something they're not very familiar with, or they may not be able to describe it well enough, or they may be able to give somebody a, not an accurate impression for whatever unintentional reason. Certainly. I'm not saying it would be by design. I'm just saying, look, uh, that happens to sighted people that are like, what the heck is that? What do you... Well, in... and, and if you show things to people, it's even more so because they have even a less... I don't know what you want to say. Robust view if they're not on site, right? ChatGPT probably has a more in-depth background than most people. I mean, it's certainly more well-read than anybody could be in their lifetime, right? Yes, indeed. And some people are saying, well, why does ChatGPT hallucinate? Well, it's a large language model, folks. 
that has become wildly popular, but understand it's only what its reference point is. Um, sighted people have that same reference point, and our, our minds might have a smaller, quote, database of reference even than ChatGPT. The difference is we can apply it much more effectively. On the fly, we can apply it to our whole life's experience, towards reasonable conclusions, uh, towards avoiding of extremes in terms of application or interpretation, uh, etc. And that's where humans come in. But I don't see why you couldn't use this for a first line of defense for a blind person. It would be instantly fast. It would probably be more more descriptive than a, than a sighted person could give. Right. And much more detail that would be more accurate. Available 24-7. Uh, and, and, and then you can have a sighted person. If, if it does start to hallucinate or give bad things and stuff, you can just go, wait a minute. It's out in the weeds. Press a button and get a sighted person to help. I don't see how there's a negative to this, Jay. I really don't. It also would decrease the cost significantly versus then having people on the line. You can just, it's almost, I think of it like second tier tech support, right? If you're getting nowhere or you think it's confused or it's just not making sense, you could just say, hey, bounce me to a real person. And we go through this every day in phone trees anytime we call a business, right? We try to navigate with the automated system as best we can. And then pretty soon you're just like, representative, get me a representative, please. I need to talk to Heard somebody that. human. <laughs> But we're just talking about helping blind people see the world around them. And I guess I'm saying, you know what? Even if it doesn't work perfectly, I don't know how you're set back. Because if I have nothing and I'm a blind person, then I have nothing, Jay. So even if it's not perfect and even if once in a while it's frustrating or doesn't do what I want like that phone system, it's better than no number to call. Yeah, I think OpenAI is just being overly cautious. I kind of think they – I feel like – they're doing that with all of this. And and I don't know. You know, I don't I don't work directly with it. Maybe they know stuff that we don't. Almost assuredly they do. So maybe their their cautiousness is um well deserved, but we don't know. They but to to pull it down after it's been working, at least in a in a beta sense, um, and not let people use this. I don't I don't think that's the smartest move. I think that people should be able to try it. And make their own decision. Well, there's lots of important use cases for this, Jay. And you know what? This seems to me like the best use case you could get. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna roll this out into society, eventually you just want to be cautious. Why not a population that realizes that they're in beta? That realizes, look, um, it's kind of like some of these drug studies. You know, where they do these uh, gene therapies or things like that. You know what? You know that you're in uncharted territory. Oh yeah. These blind people can know. Look, this Chat GPT thing. You know what? It may hallucinate. It may just go off in the weeds. It may give you inaccurate information. So, you know, don't trust chat GPT if it's like, hey, um, you're okay to walk over the cliff in front of you. And so you don't pay attention and just do it. I mean, I get the obvious. I also get the mistakes that it can make. I also get, though, that it's a whole lot better than nothing. And what better of a pilot group than a genuine need, uh, than a backup group of volunteers that can help keep it on track and possibly even if worked out properly to train it. So if I'm a sighted person and I'm helping you as a blind person and you press the button and I say, hey, buddy, what can I do for you? And you say, look, um, you know, here's the photo or here's what I'm looking at or here's what I'm doing. Here's video. Here's where I am. And I can say chat GPT thinks this. And you're like, you know what? Chat GPT is right, Sam. I know it sounds confusing, but listen, and you can put more context where I go, oh, got it. Or it could say, you know what? Chat GPT is out in the weeds on this one. And maybe the, now the volunteer can press a couple of buttons and provide feedback that could then be built into the 
ever-evolving system for more intelligence. Exactly. What better way could that's they way it's ask built, for, Jay? That's the way it's built right now with the text. You can thumbs up and thumbs down responses, and you can kind of help shape what is or isn't. Um, you know, we've all seen If you've used ChatGPT enough, you've seen it go out in the weeds or give you wrong information about a date. or It's especially bad at math. But um, you kind of know that, and you kind of you just don't use those things, those sides of it, and or at least you, you use it with a, a warning label of caution. And I think I think people are better off with it than without it. Anyway, so the question is, where could this go? You know, what about the eventual putting Chat GPT instead of into just photos? What about putting it into live streaming? putting into, uh, you know, a village with people with poor vision, right? You could literally explore new places independently. I want to have a level of confidence I don't have myself. I can't see very well, one person says. But if this thing could verify what I think I'm seeing, uh, you know, it could really help. And I think about that, and I think, you know, right now you just got a little camera on your phone that you have to point. Uh, but what if you were to wear like Google goggles, kind of an idea as a blind person. And wherever you pointed your head, it could just start real time giving you feedback in your ear. Stairs in front of you, Sam. Uh, You know. I wonder if that would get annoying. People walking your way. It would just be babbling in your ear constantly about everything. Well, it might. And and you might be able to press a button, uh, you know, like you can when you talk on your, your headphones or whatever. You might have a button near where you could hit it and it would silence it for 30 seconds. Or that, you know, you could press a button and it would be non-interactive and hit another button or or say a word. It would be non-interactive and interactive. So I'm walking and it says two people heading towards you. And then all of a sudden someone says, hey, Sam, how's it going? And then I stop and talk. I can hit a button and now it's not babbling or doing anything. Right. Right. Or maybe it could notice people if it's really good. It could notice people and it could say, Sam, it's Jay headed towards you. Well, they're talking about it having uh, facial recognition. And so it could just pop up your contacts and let you know who's in the room and um, yeah, they could say, Sam, it's Jay coming towards you, buddy. Yeah. Jay and an unknown woman. And then you could like. Well, that's because I don't have his wife in my contacts, right? You could but cross see, the it street. it makes sense. Before, you, before I got there and saw you, right? Yeah. Anyway, I'm just telling you that this, in my opinion, has real value. And I, and I guess my feedback to open AI or whatever would be this. Guys, you need to think about your idea just to shut this down. I mean, obviously your goal isn't to shut it down forever. What are you developing it for? First of all, but if you're, if you're going to, um, I don't know what you want to say, minimize it or, or block out faces or not let us use the, uh, you know, visual recognition technology of pictures and everything else, open it up to specific vertical groups, take the feedback and use that. And then put in people's minds, this is a beta or this is even an alpha if it needs be. This is, you know, experimental mode, whatever you want to call it so that people clearly understand. But I'm telling you right now, you'll never get a better feedback real time in the real world group than already built millions of volunteers. And a half a million blind people or whatever, you'll never have that kind of case study that has so many unique in the real world, real situation, not only need. But resolution, I'm telling you right now, you want to, you want to, the fastest way to train this thing. That's what it is. Blind people are everywhere, and their and their needs there are simple. I need to know what this is. Either it's labeling wording on it, or it's recognition of something, and instantly that feedback could be so valuable. And if it's not correct, which is what you're worried about, you've got volunteers to help correct it right on the spot. 
Anyway, it just seems like a, a, a test bed made in heaven, Jay. I agree, and I think they should roll it out and keep it coming. They're doing good stuff, and I like it. I want to see more of it, and I want to play with it. Amen. Amen. And I and I and my final comment on this, ladies and gentlemen, is, you know, this is a unique thing. We don't talk about blindness issues a lot, but the reason we are this time is because it helps you understand how modern tools are helping visually impaired people. And the real question for us all, Jay, at the end of this uh, tech watch is this. What other unique good applications can you think of to use chat GPT for, huh? Thanks for listening to Tech Watch Radio.